Good morning and welcome to Local Matters. Ben Rogers in studio with our Cookville Mayor, Miss Lauren Wheaton. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm glad to always have you here. And I, 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 I know I, it's been so long. Well, I think I promised you and our listeners every quarter and the fourth quarter went by. It Well, that was crazy. Because you were here in August uh-huh. after election. Because I got you first, hot off the press. You did, yes, right and after. So I still I'm didn't know what was going on. Night. I'm like, are you going to go on our show? <laughs> but yeah, so I'm sorry, uh, everybody. It's we. I promise to do. It's better. Ben's fault. It is yeah. absolutely. It's not. I didn't. It's not like you turned me down. I didn't. Yeah, no. you didn't even call. You no. ghosted me. I don't. No, just kidding. Ghost, I, what are we twelve today? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> That's hilarious. We'll text each other. Yeah, yeah. We always have a good time. So. Glad to have you back, and the reason I want you in all the time is to update us, because you're very active as our mayor, um, and always, I don't know how you do it. I, I just don't, I don't know, and we can talk about how you do it. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> I don't know either sometimes. But the first thing I want to know is we're now, what, four, on your fifth month? Oh, on my fifth month? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Something like that. Uh-huh. Uh, and Already lost track. Yeah. Um, you were vice mayor the previous four years, and now mm-hmm. you're mayor, so what's 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 the difference between Kovals? Mayor mm-hmm. and Kugel's vice mayor. What's the what's the differences? Uh, the biggest thing is, I would say, time commitments. You know, I do serve on a lot more boards now that I'm mayor, and people people want your ear. People want to talk to you. I know. Again, as a council, we're all up there and we're all the same, but. You know, the mayor does kind of represent, is the figurehead of the council. And so when people have a problem or concern or they want to talk to somebody, they come to you. And I appreciate that. And I I want that. And that's why I ran, because I I wanted to take on more responsibility in that leadership role. So I am asked to come speak to a lot more things, which I do enjoy uh, when the elementary schools call and ask me to come read. Yeah, that kind of stuff. I love that stuff. Or come speak to other groups or organizations. I enjoy that. So that, that takes up more time. And then again, serving on the boards, that is a lot more commitment being there for that. And and with the way I do things, unfortunate, well, not unfortunately, for it's for a good reason. I, I really want to make sure I know as much as I can about things. So, for instance, being on the airport board, mm-hmm. I'm having to learn a lot about the airport board because right. I am not familiar with that. So I do try to dive in and learn as much as possible. But definitely the, the time commitment is different from being vice mayor and the way I portray myself. Again, I know that I represent the city of Cookville and I represent the council and I did what as, as, as vice mayor, but there's more, there's more going on with that now. Right. So I want to make sure people know that I'm, I'm here working for them, working for the city of Cookville and, and out there making sure people know I'm trying to make some right decisions. Well, people look to you more so probably now than they did before mm-hmm. for maybe a, 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 you know, different option or maybe a decision or maybe Hey, let's take a moment and pause and think about what we're doing. And they look to you to, to lead, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and you were you're you've been a leader since I've known you, but now it's more of a it's it's probably mandated now. Is it? Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. I do. And I, you know, I do. Yeah, I want to reply to people when they reach out to me. I would say definitely get more emails, more Facebook messages. Some of them. Um, I don't know how to reply to some of them. So I I will, you know, at least take that information and pass it along to the person it needs to go to. But I am, I'm that, that kind of that contact point, which you, you know how that is when, when you're that person there, you're the first one they go to. I may not have the answer, but I'm going to try to find the answer. And so delegating that information to the right people is another responsibility that I've taken on that I probably didn't do as much as vice mayor. And again, having more thought and conversation and discussion with people about what we're doing with Cookville because I really want to hear from our constituents, are we heading in the right direction? What direction do you think we're going in? Because these next four years, again, while it is all the council, you know, I do feel like these next four years are going to be 
what did Mayor Wheaton, you know, how and her council and the council do do for for Cookville? And so I do want to make sure that I'm I'm leaving behind a, a a good trail and a good path to continue Cookville on the success you know that we've already had. Sure, yeah. And so we, you talked about some of the boards that you're automatically appointed to. You mentioned one, the airport board. Airport board. What else? I, and I know one nine one one because you're on there with me. Yes, and yep. I love. Yeah, yep. of course you know that. Yeah, that I love that. The hospital board, which I've already had the opportunity to serve on, so that was great. Already having that knowledge there because that's a, that's a board that you know you sit on for seven years, and in those seven years, I still don't know if you get all the information right. because it's so complex. Um, the UCDD and you. CHRA board. I I think that was more of a process of elimination. No one else wanted to do that. Right. And so Randy told me, <laughs> Mayor Porter told me that I, congratulations, yeah. you're on that board, which yeah. I'm excited about again, because sure. those are great programs that I'm learning more about that do benefit the community in Cookville. So that, um, have I forgot? I'm sure there's some other ones I've already forgotten that I can't remember off the top of my head. But again, just I'm pouring myself into those because I know that all those boards help Cookville in a way and I yeah. want to make sure that we're utilizing each other to the best of our ability so so being able to do that so the hospital board y'all got some search and yeah, uh, I yeah, guess we've committee got, search coming up we do yeah. have we you know we're um, Paul Korth he's been the longest CEO for mm-hmm. one he was there for 10 years he's been in the hospital I think he said for 27 years total so he has done a great service for that hospital and it was just he was ready to go I think he he will tell anybody he loves being out there on the golf course True. and so he announced his retirement and we are going to you know, got to find an interim first, which we've got our hospital board meeting next week. And then we're going to have that discussion. Are we going to do a, you know, nationwide search? Are we going to look internally, try to figure out what's best for the hospital and make sure that we're very transparent throughout the whole process, that we're communicating what we're doing and let people know, because I think that's really important when a big change like this happens, because people do kind of go, oh gosh, what's, what's happening with the hospital? And we want to make sure people know hospitals, you know, we're doing okay. We've got, you know, a lot of things going on that we're trying to make improvements on and we want people people to be with us through those processes. So, and you don't have to tell me now, and you may not know, with a big opening like this, you know, the CFO, CEO of the, of the CEO of the hospital, do you, you know, do you use a, a search firm, uh, a deployment firm to go search, or do you try to, as a hospital board, which that's, you're already working a lot anyway, right, mm-hmm. as a hospital board member, mm-hmm. but do you try to do it yourself? I mean, what do you, what do you uh, And that's what we've discussed, too, is, you know, this is, the board's job is to essentially hire and fire the CEO, but we also realize that we want to make sure that we have all the resources and the tools available to hire the best person for the job. Does that mean we need, you know, a, a company to help us out? That's very possible. Do we want to utilize community members? You know, that's a possibility. So we, you know, he just announced his retirement the beginning of February. And so we haven't had a board meeting yet to sit down and really discuss what we need to do. But we do realize that this is a huge undertaking and and really one that we want to make sure we're making the right decision. And so whatever avenue we feel like that's going to be best is what, yeah, we're going to do. But we haven't really figured out exactly what yet, yeah. which direction we're going to go in. Well, hopefully with your other boards, you won't have a big task Yeah, yeah, like no, that. No, more, no more changes. <laughs> yeah, this one's big enough right here. And again, it's exciting because being on the hospital board, being a nurse practitioner, that's something I'm really passionate about. So I love that I'm able to sit at the table and I'm going to get to make the decision for, along with the board, who the next CEO of, of our hospital is going to be. I mean, that doesn't happen when, you know, at, at other at a big facility. Right. So yeah, it's really cool. I get to do that. So you mentioned uh, phone calls and, and try to respond to everything at your council meeting. And I've been, but I don't remember. So 
Do y'all allow time for public comment? Is that something you have in your agenda? We do. And I think we've talked about this before, about the differences with our meetings yeah. and, and uh, county commission meetings. And we do. We don't have to. But I do feel like uh, allowing comment, you know, we have to have it for public hearings. Obviously, that is required. Right. But allowing for the, the public to come comment on non-agenda items uh, at the end of the meeting, we do allow that. And I, I like it because I feel like it does give the community, the citizens, a time to voice their concerns if they have them. We try to do it in a way that's respectful. We don't want anyone talking down to each other, sure. yelling, you know, being disruptive. We have a time limit, things like that. But we do we do allow um, our citizens to comment. And I appreciate it, too, because it means that they at least care about what's going on in right. our community and they want to let us know what they're feeling. And so I appreciate when people show up. Do you have a lot of people that show up every council meeting to talk? Um, we, you know, recently we have had yeah. a lot of people show up lately. And, and again, I, I welcome that because sure. I want people to come and let us know what's going on. But it is it is hard at times, too, because I don't want to seem disrespectful, but I also have to, I, you know, it's my job to maintain the meeting and the, the order of the meeting. Right. And so there are times where I have to say, hey, we, you know, we've heard you. We appreciate what you've said. Mm-hmm. But we, you know, we can't make a decision on this right now. And so we need to, you know, we need to go back and either do our homework or we need to move forward with this. Right. So, cause y'all don't allow. We, we, you, or, we do. And, yeah. and, and so it's complex, but the, the, our rules say we allow for public comment at the end of the meeting mm-hmm. under announcements and statements. And if you're wanting to address something on the agenda, then you're also, if the chair sees uh, that it's suitable to allow you to comment as well. But we require everybody, and, and for everybody listening, your city and county does want you to be heard if that's what you want, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You and I are talking. Yeah, very much. I'm the chair of the commission. You're yep. chair yep. of the council. Of the council. So yeah, you, you know. got the two chairs here. <laughs> yep. So we want you to come talk, but you got to let us know first. Like for us, you, for the county, you've got to come in and say, hey, you know, Ben, I want to come talk and to speak about this matter. And, and I'll say, okay, that'd be great. You got three minutes. That's our rules. That's a good, okay. Yeah, you got three minutes. And yeah, I, we and have three minutes. And yeah. I usually give them three and a half Yeah, I'll, I'll let you wrap it up with yeah. the, yeah. I'll let you talk for three off. and then wrap it up uh-huh. for, you know, 10 to 15, 20, 30, whatever. And then uh, that's it. And so we've had a few of those instances, but we've had some people show up also that just assume they were going to get to speak. And I have no clue that mm-hmm. they're there. I have mm-hmm. no clue why they're there. And they're out there raising their hand in the audience like, I'm not going to disrupt a meeting that we're, you know, we're commencing as a body to do county business when somebody's out there. I'm not going to interrupt a meeting and let you come up because I have no idea why you're here. What you're going to, yeah. And so, because I don't want to discuss anything other than county government business. And I think that's what's really important too is that, and that's a good way that you do it because sometimes stuff does come up that gets discussed. We cannot do a thing about it. You bring this and literally all you have done is just, you know, voice, you know, I mean, again, I'm glad you voiced your concerns, but as a city council, we cannot make any decision on it. And so I feel bad because I have to look at you and go, I can't do anything about that. I'm so sorry. So, you know, in those instances, come, I would love for people to come message us first or talk to us first and say, Hey, is this something that we can even discuss? Can the city or county do it? You know, city do anything about it? And then I can say, well, no, this is the right avenue to go to. Yeah, yeah, so that's a really good idea. Yeah, and it's, it's been that way for a while, but every chair, chairman, chairwomen are different. Mm-hmm. Some of them will not do not want to hear anything, and some of them will want to hear everything. And that's the way, you know, as the mayor, uh, you know, we get to chair it the way we want to, and so I could open it up for, for different, or you I could. could not allow for any conversation. Yeah. But what I would, I'm giving myself advice and you too, just be <laughs> consistent, right? Right, yes, Don't discriminate yes. against no, one person. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to let, yeah. yeah. We, want, we want people to feel like they have a place to come voice their concerns. I do feel like personal conversations 
sometimes go a little bit farther uh, because we can actually sit down, have some dialogue. And I can, like I said, I can tell you because at the end of our comment section, city council, we don't discuss things. We don't right. have dialogue with you if you give us a comment. Right. So it's kind of hard to move forward from that. Sure. So, yep. yeah. Yep. Great stuff so far. Ben Rogers on Local Matters here with Cooble City Mayor Lauren Wheaton. We'll be back in just a moment after this break. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other locally owned office store in the region. South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardee's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. Uh, just great conversation so far with Cooble City Mayor Miss Lauren Wheaton and, and Lauren again. Thanks for being here. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and and you and I can have conversations off the radio that can actually go on the radio. So, yeah, you know, yeah, no, I'm like that, we need to record. Yeah, all the things because we just yeah. keep talking. And after. That's kind of what we did last last yeah. segment, but <laughs> it's good stuff. And so. You've been in now five months. Uh, new things are coming, and, and so cities, uh, like counties, are, are trying to do everything in their power to get all the money they can. Right? Mm-hmm. It's all about revenue. It's all about funding sources to provide services for our constituents. And we're going to talk later about how we, as a county and city, work together yeah. with some stuff. But TML, the Tennessee Municipal League, is very similar to the Tennessee County Service Association. So TML lobbies for the cities, Mm -hmm. Tennessee County Service Association lobbies for the counties, and they're lobbying the legislature. Exactly, yeah. And so TML is very active. I mean, it's huge, right? Very huge, yeah. Uh, I mean, Big participation. uh, A lot of cities participate. mm -hmm. And they're actively working on something. They are, yes. They're actively working on a... It's kind of a project, I guess they've named it, the Restore Return Relief Project is kind of the, the name of it. And... What it is, is they're asking for Governor Lee to sign a bill returning the sales tax revenue that the state and the cities used to share. Historically, I think starting back in 1947, the state would share a portion of the local sales tax that was collected here, you know, in in the cities where the things were being bought. And in, in 2002... There was some some concern for a financial crisis, and so the state actually stopped sharing that sales tax, took it all in for themselves, which, again, you know, we want to make sure the state's fiscally sound. And, yeah, and so they did that, and then now for, I think, almost nine consecutive years, the state has had a surplus, so the threat of a, you know, financial crisis is is really not prevalent right now. And so what the cities are asking is to go back to that sharing relationship that we have with the state and return that local sales tax revenue that the cities were getting. 
And again, it's not asking for money that the state, you know, from the counties or from anywhere else. We're asking for the local sales tax dollars that are generated here in the cities come back to us because we have to give obviously a percentage of our state of our sales tax back to the state. Mm -hmm. And then what we collect, we also have to give some of that back to other areas and Mm -hmm. that has to be processed and we have to give fees for that. So, you know, what we're collecting, what, what essentially is going into our into our funds from what we're collecting is is you know, a, a small, a much smaller percentage. And so we are asking the state, hey, these are funds that are generated by our businesses, by our restaurants, by our shops. It's it's happening here, you know, in Cookville. Can we, can we get that back? And I actually was looking up some interesting facts about how much certain cities would get back. So for instance, um, if I say Cookville, I think was budgeted, if, if they returned the sales tax back to us, we could get over 500,000. Would be coming back to us. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Was it all good? They could have gotten, let's see, about, it's like 42, let's see, something like that. I mean, you know, 40,000. Baxter could get, uh, you know, like 20, 30,000, something like that. I'm looking here and I can't find the numbers exactly. But um, no, excuse me, all good could have gotten like 73,000 back. Wow. Yeah. So these are all these cities that, again, or generating the, the revenue from their cities, from their businesses. And so we're asking for it to come back. And I want to thank um, Paul Bailey. He has co-sponsored one of the bills. And I appreciate that because that goes to show that he he recognized that this is a this is a need for our community, especially communities and cities that, that don't have a large amount of, of revenue coming in. If they could get part of that back, it would really help them out. Cookville, we're growing. We've got lots of projects that we want to do. We want to, you know, work on our infrastructure, our roads, sidewalks, things like that. And so any extra available fund that we could get back, we'd love to see. Yeah, half a million dollars is a big deal. Yeah, it is. So Um, um, I'm educating people about it and then asking, hey, call, you know, call your representatives, call your legislators and, and say, hey, we'd like to see this this funding come back to the city where it originated. Yeah, that's a that's a big deal. Of course, mm-hmm. in 2002, you and I were in college or out of college, just out of college, right? Well, actually, like, oh, you're younger than huh. me, right? Yeah, but no, I was still in college. I was in, I was, I was in nursing school. I was, I was finishing gradu- up. I was graduating college. So we didn't really know anything about sales tax oh, then, gosh, right? no, <laughs> no. I mean, I, look, I had no idea we'd be talking about it Six years ago, before I got on city council, I didn't know about sales tax. Yeah. But, but again, this is, you know, one of those things that as being mayor, I see this as something that we could really benefit from and would like to educate people about and let people know because I didn't even really know about it until it was brought to us from TML. So I want to thank them for for doing a lot of the work up front. But now I'm getting the word out and saying, hey, if you think this is something that we should be getting our money back, go out and reach out to your representatives. The council, we can't do anything. County commission, y'all can't do anything. This is on a state level. So reach out to your state representatives. This is a huge task. Um, It is. I mean, it, it, it really... I think they said, you know, over $2 billion is what they've collected. And, and that could be going back to these to the cities. And like I said, not just not just bigger cities like Cookville, like Gallatin, other places, you know, but the smaller cities who really, you know, they could use every single penny that they oh, get yeah. and making sure that they get those funds that, again, were generated right there. We're not asking for funds from somewhere else. We're saying these are our dollars. Can we have them back? 70000 to all good would be another position they could, exactly. if they, if they're and looking to hire somebody. That's not just Cookville. Like I said, that's yeah. all the, you know, municipalities around here. So really banding together and, and saying, hey, we, you know, 
the state and city, they've done this before. They did it for a long time. So can we just return to that now, now that everything's good and the state's done a great job with their budget? Can we go back to sharing some of that yeah. sales tax revenue? So do you do you speak often with other city mayors in Putnam County? I actually have started having a, a good relationship with them, good. which I really enjoy. Uh, the mayor of Sparta actually reached out to me today and was asking some questions. And, and that's another benefit of being on these boards that do have um, other city and county officials like UCDD and UCHRA right. get to sit in the room with, I mean, mayors from all, uh, you know, all around the Upper Cumberland mm-hmm. and, and making those relationships and then asking him, well, hey, what are you doing that's working? How have you, uh, you know, dealt with this problem? And because it's a lot easier than, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. If someone else is doing a job and it's working well, hey, let us know how you're sure. doing that. So I'm really, I'm enjoying learning how yeah. other places are doing that and developing those relationships. Well, that's good. And of course, like this topic here with the uh, Restore Return Relief Project, you can talk with those four mayors in this county and the county mayors and, or city mayors and the Upper Cumberland and say, let's band together and, and really support this. And that's what we did. Actually, TML had reached out to a few of us mayors and had us uh, make a video. And, you know, so it, it's a bunch of mayors from all different places, but we're all given that same message of, hey, this isn't just one or two. This is all these cities, you know, we, you know, trying to work together for this. So it's really cool to see how many cities, when everybody comes together, like, you know, you've got a pretty big voice. So that's exciting. So in the Upper Cumberland, I know there's at least four state senators in the Upper Cumberland area. Mm-hmm. And I guess at least eight or nine state reps or maybe more than that. Is it more? Yeah. So that's so, a good portion. That's of, a good portion. Like know. I said, yeah, you know, Paul Bailey, he's, he's sponsoring it and, and we're appreciative of that. So we've got, you know, we've got that voice for us. So like I said, call them and let them know. We'd, we'd like to see that money back, please. I would, I would ask you, so Mary, what would you use that 500,000 for? <laughs> How long do you have, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, let me hear. Let me get my list out here and start running down for the way. Yeah. Well, before we end this break, um, we, last time you were here, I know we talked about parking. How's that? parking situation going in the city? Is it, it, you know, we finished the parking lot down there on Cedar yes. that uh, we completed by the storage units. And we've actually talked about doing some different things in that Cedar area, maybe possibility of taking away some parking, but at the same time, creating more parking down a little bit farther. Okay. Uh, so I think so far that's working out well. Probably still need to find some other ways to park and things like that. But I think overall, I have not gotten as many complaints lately. So that's a good thing, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're doing a lot of sidewalk, and pro- sidewalk improvements. Uh, one that is taking a little bit longer than we would like on Spring Street. I apologize. That's, you know, a TDOT uh, working together thing. So, you know, <laughs> and, and, and yeah, not to put blame at anybody. No, no, no. We are very appreciative yes. of what TDOT does for but us. But it's not always the city's fault, right? It, or, yeah, or the county's, yes. <laughs> right. Uh huh, yeah. It's not always the reason it's delayed. It's not, it's not always on your end. There's it's, other parameters outside of the city and county that we have to go through. Mm-hmm. And TDOT, and, you're wonderful, but sometimes yes, you it's, are, yes, but processes you have to go through that we're not aware of. Yeah. And it takes time. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, great stuff. We got one more segment with Miss Lauren Wheaton. She is the Cool City Mayor. A lot to more talk about when we come back after this break. Here on Local Matters. Be back in just a moment. Welcome back to Local Matters. Ben Rogers in with Cookville City Mayor Lauren Wheaton. Great information so far, Lauren. As always, when you're here, we laugh. We uh, talk about serious stuff. We have not cried yet. No, no. Hopefully no tears. Hopefully Uh -uh. no tears, especially today. (laughs) Uh, So we've hit some really good information we talk off air a lot and talk on the phone and stuff. And I know you and Mayor Porter are close and you and Mayor Porter have been close for a while. I mean, Before, yeah. yeah. Cause it's not just like you're mayor, he's mayor. Now you're all friends. Y'all been friends a while. Work great together. And, and the County and city have worked well together for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so one of the things we, we've, we're working on now, or actually we are in partner with is we just purchased some land from y'all, right? We did. Yeah. And, th- and that made me actually think of another way that we've been working together. So yeah. I'll highlight that too. Sure. But yeah. So 
the city, you know, was approached um, by... I said, I'm sorry, I said purchased. We put an option. Put an option. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Do not go out and people listen <laughs> oh to this. We did not purchase. We have an and option. And that's how rumors yes, start. Yes, now, now, now. So the city, we purchased. Yeah, <laughs> yes. so we'll start. Yeah, we purchased a piece of land actually right across the road here because mm-hmm. we, it was brought to us um, from a church and they, they wanted it to be used for city county uses and the city at the time we had the ability to do that and we got a great price for it and so we bought the land right across the street over here and with the intent of we had had some discussions with the county and we knew there were some needs that the city and county would both benefit from and one of them you know is possibly another school do we need a new high school i know i've got two small kids that's something that while on the city i don't make that direct decision but i can hopefully help out in that area and so i thought it was a great opportunity to buy a piece of land and maybe have it used for a school Mm -hmm. maybe down the road and what a great relationship that we have is that we realize that right now budget wise it's not the best time for county and and for the school board and we understand that and so we struck you know had the conversation and said, hey, we'll buy this land. If y'all want to use it, we'll hold it for you. Uh, you know, you can pay us back when when the time comes, but we want to partner together to do something that would be beneficial for the entire city and county. And so that's something that we've done is that, the, you know, we, we said, hey, if the county commission votes on this and wants it, we'll hold it for y'all and let y'all, you know, when the time comes, if in the next five years y'all can do something with it, wonderful, we'll give it, you know, we'll, we'll let you go through on the purchase. Sure. I, I don't know of a lot of places that do something like that where we literally said, hey, we'll hold this for you for a little while. We know that this y'all can't do this right now, but it's a need that both of us have. We can. So let's, you know, let's see if we can make this work. And so, you know, I appreciate the county commission on on voting to to enter into the option for it. Um, I hope. I hope that the county commission realized that the city we were we were doing this literally just because we want to make right. yeah we want we want the best for Cookville yeah. and and the only way we can do that is to work together so and there's no way the city is trying to make money off the county no in no the long run. Uh-uh. so we, it's a five year option or six year option I can't remember now I think it's, five it's, year I've slipped since then but <laughs> five year option and at the end of five years we can decide either to purchase it from mm-hmm. the city or we can just whatever. or say we're not good we're right not now we don't it. want it and the city can take it back you know we've got plans we can make it a park we mm-hmm. need some more green space over here uh, we've got other options as well that we could do with it but again we saw a need that both the city and county had and by working together maybe we can do something like build a new high school or, or you know whatever you know something like that because it's a need for our area yeah and you say working together it's it kind of is rare in tennessee counties and cities sometimes these counties and cities are suing each other, suing each other over revenue or property right. or uh, or uh, providing services. They're in lawsuits all the time. We don't want to ever get to that point. No, There's no reason to get to that point. I don't think we are ever going to get to that yeah. point because, you know, the city, we donated a portion of our sales tax goes to help the schools. Uh, the Highlands Business Park, I think, is another great, uh, you know, uh, example of our partnership, sure. how, you know, people come in and, and they want to buy. And in fact, there's, you know, some discussion right now, of, you know, or, or we've had discussion of companies wanting to come in and buy property. And so we'll talk together and say, hey, let's let's make this work for them. And so, you know, we work on it and we have them coming in and building things and and helping out with options and stuff like that. And you can't we couldn't do it alone. So having us work together, I mean, just makes it that more beneficial for both of us. Well, I appreciate, and this is, of course, my opinion, and sometimes I give my opinion here. But <laughs> What, you? <laughs> yeah, I, I appreciate the partnership. I appreciate even as much the city and the county looking ahead mm-hmm. at potential needs, right? Yes. So in yes. the discussion at the county commission meeting, um, there was, you know, we kept saying, well, there's not a need right now at this very moment for a new school. 
but at, at the rate we're growing and the yes. way things are, are happening in this community, there's going to be a need for a high school at some point. Mm-hmm. This land has been looked at. It's deemed that it, the high school could sit on this land, right? Yeah. yeah. So looking ahead is never a bad thing. And I think some people are worried about money and tax increase. And, and, and we're not now we're just talking about an option on it. We're not talking about buying it. So there's no tax increase involved. There shouldn't nope. be a tax increase when it happens because, you're again, you're not you're, up in the price 10 right, times right what now, you pay yeah, for, right? Yeah, you're looking at yeah, you're looking ahead and saying, hey, how can we plan for this so when the time comes, we can, we'll be prepared for it. And I think, you know, other partnerships like the fairground area out there, all that that we're building up, city and county are working together so we can get water and sewer out to that area because we know that's an area that we want the city to grow. We've got, uh, I think, a few truck stops that have talked about coming out to Tennessee Avenue. Mm-hmm. We've got the fairground going on. It, it, so, and again, this huge partnership that at the end, it benefits Cookville, Putnam County. So what can what can go wrong? You know what can yeah. be wrong with that? Yeah, and we partnered together on that because we partnered together on getting the sewer connection. Uh-huh. Uh, exactly. The city, you had to help us with yeah. that. If you yeah. don't help us, it might not happen. And guess what? We're going to utilize. I mean, the city's going to utilize the fairground. Absolutely. The fairground's going to be bring events that help bring you know revenue to the city yes. and the county. So why would you not want to do things that are going to benefit both of us? And so I think that's a great partnership that we have, and and you see it coming to your fruition all the time. And I'm excited to be a part. Of, of getting to do that with yeah. the county commission and with Mayor Porter. Now, was there another project you thought so, of? So we've got, um, well, I no, I was thinking about the Highlands Business Park about okay, us working okay. together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. but then. Well, so we sold some land there to a business that both, the profits come to both the city and county. We didn't have a need for that piece of property and a new business is coming in. Right, yeah. So they want that land. They want it. All right, we'll sell it to or you. Or even, you know, we had Hollingsworth, they, they're, they've bought some property out there and they're going to build spec buildings. And so when yep. we have potential um investors coming in to look for somewhere to set up in Cookville. Right there, we've already got a spot you know, for them to come into, and guess who that benefits? Both of us, Absolutely. because you know, that's something, you know, talking about the growth that's happening in Cookville, we are in a position now where we can be so selective about who we're bringing into Cookville, and we want to make sure that we're bringing in those high-paying, quality jobs that are going to increase you know, the income for our citizens. It's going to help with them being able to buy a home, to stay here, to start their own business, things like that. So, the growth that we're experiencing now is very strategic. It is very much how can we get the maximum benefit from what's coming in Cookville, not just not just anyone right now. And so that's a great position to be in, I would yeah. say. Yeah. And and we're seeing those benefits come in because we've got some really big people taking a look at Cookville, wanting to invest here. Um, some really, you know, big retail opportunities, some industries wanting to come here and be in Cookville. And we can't do that without the partnership of the city and the county. That's right. Yeah. So I know you can't give us names, but do you have a, a time frame of when we might know something? Ooh, it, no, not yet. And that's one, that's one of the things that we're working on. But uh, again, you know, Mayor Porter and I are sitting in on those meetings and we're saying, hey, what do y'all need? What? How can we help you out? And, you know, with our economic development board that we've got just looking at each other and saying, how can we make this happen in Cookville? And so we are we are working towards getting those industries, getting those retailers in here because Cookville's ready for it. Yeah. I mean, we are ready for it. We're, we're ready to go. So you know, come on. We do have a new restaurant coming in. Yeah, we've got Drake's coming in. Uh, that's really exciting. Have Over there by Panda eaten? Express. Yes. In yeah. fact, I just ate at Drake's in Bristol. We, okay. um, yeah, I was up and um, went out that way recently. And I was, so, I was sitting there yeah. eating and I was like, oh, this is so exciting. This is coming to Cookville because their sushi is great. Their burgers are great. And just, you know, another really cool opportunity for a restaurant to come here. So I've eaten at Drake's 
at two different locations, Knoxville and Chattanooga. Okay. Now, I'm not a sushi guy, if you can't tell. What is wrong with <laughs> you? I'm sorry. Uh, well, you don't have to be, because... I know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Their burgers are delicious. Yep. Chicken, uh, other stuff they got, great appetizers. So that's going to be something new for us. It to, is, yeah. I can take um, the kids. I can get my sushi. They can get their can. hamburger and french fries. Yep. Wade can get his hamburger. And you yes, can watch Ole Miss. Yes. I, and he can watch UT. There was an Ole Miss guy yep. at the Drake's restaurant that I was eating at, and I might have yelled hottie toddy yep. um, inappropriately, of course. But uh, you but yeah, you know, just another place for, for people to enjoy Cookville. You know, we're doing improvements to Cane Creek Park. We're expanding it, which, man, we, we got to Cane Creek a good bit now. And I I continue to be amazed at how, what a gem that is for Cookville. So, you know, we're expanding that. Uh, like I said, we're improving the sidewalks. We're trying to get more sidewalks around here. So we've got a lot going on in Cookville right got now. got road projects, you uh, said. Yes, we've got road projects. We're widening Stephen Street. We're in the process, uh, phase two of widening 10th Street, working on Jefferson. Unfortunately, I think they've kind of pushed the Jefferson completion date back. It was supposed to be 24. I think I've heard 25 now. So yeah. I'm hoping maybe by the time I'm, <laughs> I'm out, uh, that it'll be done. Yeah. I promise you we're trying to get that done. We're doing uh, you know expansion to our water treatment facility because, again, we know Cookville's growing and we want to be prepared for it so let's go ahead and get that stuff ready so when the growth happens we're not scrambling going oh no we're you know we're out of room we're going ahead and preparing for that stuff that's um if, if you're not thinking about progress and planning then you might get behind mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you might not have what you need to keep people here if you're not growing you become and, stagnant and you do. yeah and, and so it's important to be thinking one last tidbit of information i found out about you just a little bit ago oh, no. that we're going to bring up before we leave because i'm we're about to have to go i did not know you were a cheerleading coach at a high school here in the upper cumberland years ago yes i was tell us about your time doing that oh bless my husband he was working in jamestown when we first got married and so, first of all, I moved from Nashville, Tennessee, to to not even Jamestown, to Grimsley, Grimsley Tennessee. Yep. Yes, beautiful country up there. It's absolutely gorgeous, but a bit of a culture sure. shock for me. Change, and the person that I am, I get involved no matter where I go. Yep. And so there I was, becoming the cheerleading coach for the Clark for Clark Range High School, and. Wade just laughed because he's like, I don't think you know what you're getting into. And I was like, oh, you know, I did this in high school. I'll be fine. No, the Upper Cumberland takes their basketball pretty seriously. So I learned real quick, town shuts down, everyone goes to the basketball game, and you better show up in your, you know, whatever color you're supposed to wear. So that was eye-opening to me, and and I uh, enjoy the enthusiasm that the Upper Cumberland has for their sports. So, yeah, yeah, I I welcome it wholeheartedly, but I'm not going to be your children coach anytime (laughs) soon. (laughs) I think that's fantastic, though. I know the way that you serve, so I appreciate that. Exactly. I'm going to get involved somewhere, so why not go be mayor? Lauren, thank you so much for being here. Hey, thank you so yeah. much for having me. Like I said, I'm, I'm glad we ran into each other, and I'll be back for yeah, sure. Yeah, you always give us great information. Update us on what the city's doing, and y'all are doing great, and I appreciate your service as always. Hey, thank you for what y'all are doing, and y'all, like I said, working together, it makes it a lot easier. It does. It mm-hmm. does. Folks, hope you have a great weekend. Hope you enjoyed your time listening to Mary Lauren Wheaton from the city of Cookville. Remember, it's a lot easier to smile than it is to frown. Make somebody's day by smiling at them. Give them a hug if you can. Uh, don't be mean, people. Be kind. Uh, have a great weekend. We'll see you next week.